Masechus Kalayim, Perik Aleph, Mishnah Tess, 1-9. This Mishnah is fascinating and a bit involved, and it goes off topic. We're talking about the case where a person stores his bulb vegetables, meaning a radish or a turnip, in the ground uh, beneath a grapevine. So in the time of Chazal, they didn't have refrigeration, um, the air was dry, and when you're say your radish or turnip was fully grown, you'd pluck it from the ground. The problem is it could store a long time, but it would get dried out um, in certain weather conditions. And of course, that would make it not have a great shelf life. Um, so what people did is they stored their turnips or radishes in the ground so they'd stay you know, moist and not dry out. Um, and everyone knew they did that. And the case for emissions where you're doing that, you're taking your turnip or your radish um, and putting it in the ground for storage purposes. Um, many explain it means like you have a bundle of radishes that are you know bound together and putting them all in the ground so it's clear to every onlooker that you're not planting radishes you're simply storing radishes so um, we're going to discuss if that's an issue of kilaim again the bartanura is focused on putting them together but aside from him it's an or so the mission reads hatomen one who stores hatmana is like insulate or preserves these lefes a lefes is a turnip Utsnonos, we'll translate it, um, Bartonos says and, but we'll translate it or for now, or his tsnonos, his radishes, kachas agefen, beneath a grape vine. So, imhayu mixas alav magulin, provided that a few of the leaves are exposed above the ground. Then, and ignore that for now, the most one that's not significant with respect to kilaim, we'll come back to later on. Eino choshesh lo kilaim. There's no reason to be afraid about kilaim. That is to say, the kilayim problem would be planting grains or greens in a vineyard, so planting your turnips or your radishes in a vineyard would be a problem. But here it's clear um, that you're not planting them, you're just storing them. So you, of course, since you don't intend to plant them, you're not over the isra of kilayim, and since everyone can see that's how you store turnips and radishes, no one will think you've done kilayim, so not even a marasayim problem, no problem at all. But Rambam understands um, that one of the conditions for it to not be a problem is that a few of the leaves are above the ground, because that's not the normal way necessarily of storing your turnips or radishes, but most don't learn that way. Most will learn that the leaves above the ground are only got to do with the Shabbos portion, which we'll see in a second. In any case, so, no reason to be afraid about kilaim halachas, nor is there a problem of shvias. Now, the shvias problem, that's the Shemitah year, so you have two potential problems with Shemitah. One is you can't plant in the Shemitah year, that's the essential problem. That's the derisive prohibition of planting or working the land um, or developing the crops. Um, there's a separate iser derabanan of eating svichin, which are um, plants that grew by themselves automatically um, in the Shemitah year. That's an iser derabanan. The rabbi said you can't eat plants that grow um, even naturally um, in the derabanan because otherwise people just were cheating the system and then planting illegally and then just pretending it grew an accident. So the point is on shvius, if you hide your radishes or your your turnips in the ground, beneath the geffen, you pull them up later on, no one will think that you planted them on Shemitah year because they can see that's how you store them, and no one will think um, that you're eating svichin because it's obvious then that these are just coming out for storage and bundles, etc. So no problem. Below Mishum Maestris, there's also no problem of Maestris. The problem of Maestris could be a couple, again. Um, for starters, you might be afraid that if you had Maestris, I mean, you'd tie these radishes, you put them back in the ground, then you repluck them a second time, maybe there's a new tie to be done, Answer is no, there isn't. Um, if the radishes grew further underground, it becomes a bit of a contentious issue. Um, and cloaks are shown quite complex. I'm not discussing that whatsoever. Let's assume that these radishes did not grow further underground. 
And the other issue of Maestris is that, you know, the certain years, there's two mini three-year cycles. So years one and two of the seven-year Shemitah cycle are Maestris Shani years, and year three is a Maestris Ani year. Same goes four or five, Maestris Shani, and year six, Maestris Ani. So let's say, for example, that you harvested these radishes in the second year, but you put them in the ground and pulled them out the second time, is ready the third year, you might think perhaps that now maybe they're going to be considered to be third-year crops and high for Meister Ani instead of Meister Shani. Wrong. There's no Shiloh, no problem. Nothing to be afraid with with respect to Meisters. And finally, Vinitalim B'Shabbos, you can pull them out even on Shabbos. Now that's a Mukta issue, and that's for sure why you need to have the Alan, the leaves, um, to be protruding above the ground, because on Shabbos you have two potential problems with pulling turnips out of the ground. Number one, you have the problem of and um, the Isra Derisa of coats there, of harvesting produce, and to pluck a turnip would be a told of that, and, you know, Isra Derisa. Um, but since these are not being harvested, they're just storage and pulled out a second time, no problem. The second potential problem would be one of Mukta. The dirt in the ground is Mukta. Mukta Machas Gufa is a strict kind of Mukta. You couldn't um, move the dirt away. But you are allowed to move dirt if you're moving it. It's called Tiltul Minatsad, um, by indirect movement. Where you're not intending to move the dirt, you're actually pulling one thing and the dirt is moved indirectly. So here, if you don't have to dig in the ground to move some dirt to get access to the turnip, which would be a problem of mukta, if you simply pull up uh, the turnips from the green leaves that are sticking above the ground, even if sand gets displaced or soil gets moved, since that tilt them on the side, indirect, you're not intending to move the dirt particularly, you don't care if it moves, there's no problem. So those all those things are not a problem. Uh, yeah, let me just read that mission one more time quickly to make sure it's perfectly clear. Now we got it through. If one stores his turnip, the Bartonar learns, and his radishes, there's no problem of Gilan. Other Rishonim learn it's turnips or radishes under the grapevine. It's not a problem. Provided that there's certain leaves, some of the leaves are protruding above the ground and exposed. So then, Father Zagirsa, we have a love most, it's probably alin. It's not its leaves, but the leaves. In any case, no big change there. Imhayu miktas alin or alav mugulin. If some of the leaves of the turnip or the radish are exposed, again, the Rambam understands that's important for the halachas of kilaim, um, but most others not. They understand that you're storing these uh, turnips or radishes in a bunch, and it's clear to everyone that you're not planting them, but just storing them. So then, no reason to be afraid of kilaim, because it's clear you're not planting them in a vineyard, you're just storing them in a vineyard, and no one will think that you are, because they can see what you've done. Same goes, not a problem of, of the Shemitah lachas, because no one thinks you're planting, you're just storing in the Shemitah year, and no one thinks that they're Sfichen, because everyone knows you're just pulling out of the ground from storage previously. There's no issue of Maestris, um, having to figure out which year you belong to, or having to tie the second time. And when you tell them to Shabbos, you can pull them out of the ground as long as you hold on to the, the green stalks that are protruding from the ground uh, because then you're only moving the soil as tiltum and atzad, no mukta problem, and no derites a problem of, of coats or of harvesting because they've been harvested already. Fine. Period. New paragraph. Now, this Mishnah does what so many Mishnahists do um, throughout Shas. At the end of a parak, instead of ending the parak on a clean topic and starting a new parak, with the new topic, for some reason, this parak, as so many prakim do, and the previous parak with the main topic of the next parak. So that's happening here too. This is, so to speak, conceptually like a new 
paragraph, a new mission, a new topic. We're going now to the topic of Kilai Zraim, the prohibition to planting mixed seeds. And the mission says, If one plants a wheat kernel and a barley corn at the same time, he intends to plant them together, that's good old-fashioned kilayim. That's the Torah's prohibition of kilayim Zraim, of kilayim b'sadecha. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, ain't no kilayim. He says, no, it's not kilayim. Why? Conceptually, the Pasuk says, I'm going to read you the Pasuk here, and actually the Pasuk, and we're going to contrast them. The Pasuk in Vayikra says, Eschukosai tishmaru, behemtecha lo sarbiya kilayim, and sadcha lo sizra kilayim. Your field, you sh- in your field, you shall not plant mixed seeds, etc. The Pasuk continues, but anyways. And then in Devarim, it says, lo sizra Karmacha kilaim, you won't plant mixed seeds in your kerem, your vineyard. So if you understand the same way folks in the vineyard first. He understands that the Israel kilaim in a vineyard isn't planting grains or greens in a vineyard, like one planting wheat inside beneath the grape vine. That's not the understanding that he has. He understands that the Torah is prohibiting wheat and barley together in a vineyard. And that's the Sukkim in Devarim. And the Pasuk in Vayikras is prohibiting planting wheat and barley or any other two mixed seeds in a field. And the halakhas are different in terms of a simur later on in a field that's not an Israhana as opposed to in a vineyard is Israhana. It's prohibited to get any benefit from kilan that grew inside a vineyard as opposed to in a field. Now, the same way that you don't have a vineyard until you got grapes there, you won't have a field, says Rehuda, unless you have something growing there already. So a totally barren, empty you know, tilled piece of land is not a field yet. It doesn't come a field until you put some seed in the ground. And therefore, Rebuda says, Rebuda Omer, You need to have not one but two wheat kernels and a barley kernel, because one wheat kernel makes it a sada, and the second wheat kernel combining with the barley kernel makes for kilaim in a sada. Nothing magic about wheat. It could be that you have two barley seeds, the first barley seed makes it into the sada, and then you've got a barley seed plus wheat seed. Or even ochitus or kusemis, or you could have three different kinds of seeds, one wheat, one barley, and one spelt. Again, the first one that goes in the ground, so to speak, one of them makes it into a field, and the other two are the kilaim in that field. Um, so Rabbi Yuda will understand that a field and a karen both need to be there independent of the kilaim. So in a, in a vineyard, we'll see that Rabbi Yuda is going to hold. It's not kilai a karen, Kilaim in a vineyard unless you have grapes plus two more species, wheat and barley together. Others will learn that simply putting wheat or barley beneath grapevine uh, would be the problem of kilaim in a carom.